Welcome to Chicago Tabernacle, a place of becoming. Wherever you find yourself, we pray that you would be encouraged today by God's Word. Please join us now as we hear a message from Pastor Toledo. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Isn't it good to know that we serve the one who has overcome? Come on, put your hands together. Hallelujah. Amen. Happy New Year, everyone. Amen. Aren't you excited about what the Lord has in store for our 2020? You excited? You ought to be. You ought to be excited about the coming year. I'm going to read some verses to really get you excited and to really encourage and build up your heart and your faith for our days ahead. I really feel like I have a word from the Lord for us. And um, I'm not just excited about the year. I'm excited about the next 21 days. Everybody say 21 days. So much can happen in your life by just making some subtle changes and doing them consistently for 21 days. They say it takes approximately 21 days to really begin to form a habit. And it's remarkable how you can make small adjustments to your life. A shift in your schedule, a shift in, in the way you channel your energy. It's amazing the fruit and the outcome of just changing a little at a time and learning how to make that change a new part of your life, 21 days. Now, what we're talking about today is making a spiritual change. What we're talking about today is starting 2020 on the right foot by really focusing on God for starting with this first Sunday and we're doing it together as the family of God, as the people of God and really saying, Lord, we want to seek you just like Daniel did. Do you know we get 21 days from the book of Daniel. Daniel was a prophet uh, in the Bible and he fasted for 21 days and God began to give him incredible revelation, incredible favor, incredible authority and courage and perseverance. And he was able to... uh, um, to, to go from one kingdom to another and to still stand and still bring great glory to God. How many want to bring glory to God month after month after month? How many would say amen? The launching pad of that could be the beginning of this year. And that's what this is all about. Let me see. Come on, everybody wave your Devo guide to me. Wave it. Wave it at me. Come on, I want to make sure you have it. Okay, so you have it. You're waving it. I got a word to say to you. Use it. See, that's exclamation point right there. What in the world was that? (laughs) Getting sound effects with my preaching now. Come on, that's anointing right there. <laughs> Use it. Don't, don't let it stay in your car. Don't let it stay on, on the dresser. Make it part of your life. We're doing this to help you um, start this year out and focus on the Lord and live differently. Um, because there will be a great blessing that comes 
into your being. Now, one of the things that I want to say about, um, about the next three weeks is we're doing this series titled 21 Days. And what we're going to be focusing on is not on fasting, but actually on what should be happening during the fast. And I'm really excited because uh, what we're going to be sharing over the course of the next three weeks is simple, but I believe really, really powerful. And so if, uh, if you would just prepare your heart, I'm going to read a couple of verses to you. These verses speak directly to um, what we're going to be doing. And I want you to memorize these verses. I've even emphasized them. I'm going to read it. I'm going to ask you to read it in bold. But before we do, let's pray. How many people are open for a bigger, better, more blessed 2020? Amen. Hallelujah. Lift your hands right now. We're going to open by lifting our hands. We're going to end with lifting our hands. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, that you have overcome. And we thank you that as we gather together on this first Sunday of 2020, Lord, we thank you that we are the children of the Most High God. And Lord, we ask your blessing. We ask for your voice. We ask for your direction. We ask for your adjustments. Lord, we want this to be a year, Lord, that you do more in us and more through us than ever before. So, Holy Spirit, make us open to change. Holy Spirit, help us, give us strength and energy to make the adjustments, oh God, that bring about change. Bless, uh, um, bless our time together. Bless every heart to hear God. Bless my feeble lips, oh Lord. Help me to preach your word to your people, I pray. In the mighty name of Jesus, and everyone said, amen. amen and amen. Blessed be the name of the Lord. So here's what we're going to do now. What we're going to take a, a, a look at uh, is the two verses that we're going to be focusing on for the day. And these two verses are simple but powerful. Okay, the first one is Jeremiah 29, 11 through 13. Many of you may have heard this before or already know it, but let me read it. it. The Bible says, and this is in the context of 2020. The Bible says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. Now, here's what I want you to do. I want you to read the bold with me, top first. Ready? For I know the plans I have for you. Everyone say, God already knows. He already knows the plans that he has for you. God already knows. When we contemplate making a change in our walk with God... This is very important. Here's another thing that is very, very important. Let's read verse 13 together. Ready? You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. If we want a blessed year, we got to seek the Lord. Amen? Now, this is Old Testament. 
Now watch in the New Testament. Matthew 6, uh, 31 through 34 says, So do not worry, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things. And read this sentence with me. Ready? Your heavenly father knows that you need them. Again. He knows. Everybody say he knows. He says, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Every day of 2020 ahead of us has enough trouble of its own. But, but what the Bible is telling us here is that our Heavenly Father already knows what we need. And then once again, in light of that, it says, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you. Because God already knows. Get that into your spirit. Okay, very important. Get that into your spirit. Get God already knows into your spirit. Okay, what is it that he already knows? Here's what it is. He already knows, listen to this, God already knows his plans and he already knows your needs. God already knows his plans for your life, his plans for your year, and he already knows your needs. You don't have to worry in 2020. How is this bill going to be paid? How is this going to be taken care of? How is that need going to be met? God already knows. He already has a plan to do it. He's already budgeted it out. You know, how's, how's, what's going to happen? Listen, March 12th, what's going to happen? Everyone, God already knows. How about February 17th, everybody? God already knows. He already knows. He wants you to start this year that when June rolls around, he already knows what's happening in June. He already knows. He knows what his plans are. Now, you might have your plans. But how many would agree that God's plans are better than our plans? Because somebody put their hand together and say amen. This is important. He already knows. Okay. Now, I want to define for you very quickly, what are we talking about when we talk about his plans and his awareness of your needs? Okay, quick definition. Look at what the Bible says, what the Bible means here. This is in the original language, okay? It means when God says, I know the plans I have for you, everybody say, that's me. Here's what he means. He has thoughts, intentions, designs, and inventions to bless you. Not to harm you, not to hurt you, but to bless you. Okay? God has thoughts to bless you and to prosper you and to help you and to be with you in the days ahead. Okay? He has thoughts, he has intentions, and he even has designs. How many know God is a good designer? He's got this whole thing planned out, you know. 
and, and he plans things out in such an amazing way. And he throws in invention because every once in a while, the enemy comes at you and the enemy will, I mean, let's be realistic. When you think about 2020, you realize that people are going to do what people do. People might come at you. People might try to hurt you. Even people who you depend on might end up letting you down. But everyone, God already knows that. And he already knows what the devil is going to do. And the devil will do what the devil does. He'll try to bring you down. He'll try to discourage you. He'll try to make you depressed. He'll try to make you quit. He'll try to make you walk away from the will of God. But God already has an invention to supersede this demonic strategy that's coming against your life. God already knows how he's going to overcome the enemy. He already knows. He already knows how he's going to provide for you. He, he already knows, listen, he already knows when you're going to lack and it's coming, your lack is coming, he already knows how he's going to supply. He knows how he's going to add. He knows how he's going to bless you with resources and put them at your disposal. He already knows that. God already knows. And he wants us to live in the space of man. He already knows. Sometimes we look down, at a, uh, at down the road or the runway of our lives and we feel like, good gracious, I'm outmatched. Or we say, you know, I'm, I'm outnumbered or, or I've got all of these things coming at me. But God already knows. We look at the year and we say, you know what, I'm unprepared for what's coming. And, I, 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 and, and you know, I'm being treated like I'm unimportant. Like, I don't even know what I should do. I'm uninformed. But everybody, God, God already knows. He knows how he's going to help us. He knows how he's going to take care of us. And this is very, very important for our lives to be different in 2020. Listen, this is a game changer. We have to cross the line. I'm going to talk to you. I want to talk to you about graduating your walk with God and growing your walk with God in 2020. About what's important to God. And let me tell you something. The, the, least, the least challenge that God has in terms of our lives is providing for us. That's not what God is concerned about. God is concerned about more important things, which brings me to our fast and the next seven days. Okay, I want to challenge you and encourage you to live out the next seven days the way the Bible says. And here's what the Bible says about 2020. Okay, instead of focusing on the plans of God, instead of focusing on the provision of God, here's what God challenges us. He says, seek him, not the plans. Seek him, not the provision. You mean we shouldn't ask? No, we're going to ask, but not this week. This week, we're going to seek him. This week, he's saying, just come after me. Would you, would you just take seven days and not ask me? Just don't ask. Why? Because God already knows. He already knows. Now, why does God say that to us? 
It's because he wants to graduate your relationship with him. He wants to grow your walk with God in 2020. It's kind of like this. In the 1800s in London, there was a, I don't know, it was, there was an apartment building, maybe a four flat, five flat, and it got on fire. And um, they called the fire department, and obviously they came and they're trying to put out the fire. Well, on one of the upper floors, a young woman was trapped, and the flames were coming up through the floor, the doors were blocked, and she's like, I'm, I'm going to die in this, in this apartment. Well, lo and behold, they put a ladder, uh, a ladder comes to her window, a fireman breaks through, he picks her up, and he carries her down, and he saves her life. He rescued her. He was her hero. Well, in the whole shock of everything that took place, um, she realized that she forgot to say thank you. And so she said, my goodness, I have to go and I got to go say thank you to this fire uh, fighter. And so she found out his address and she went to his house and she knocked on the door and she, you know, when he opened the door, she said, sir, she introduced herself and, um, and she went on to thank him um, profusely. I mean, how would you thank somebody if they saved your life? But as they started to talk and, uh, and share, there were a different kind of spark started flying. And... All of a sudden, they went from this one meeting to perhaps he asked her out on a date. And then they started to get to know each other. And, and then little by little, before you know it, they were there standing at the altar and they went on to get married. Their relationship graduated. And here's how it graduated. Okay. She went from at one point being so grateful for what he did for her to actually being enthralled with who he was to her. You see? And that's the way it is with us. When you think about what God thinks about, God's not worried about paying your bills. God's not worried about meeting your needs or touching your body or helping you this way or that way. What God wants is for you to be closer to him in 2020. In other words, God wants your relationship to graduate from just asking, asking, asking. God wants you to seek, seek, seek and say, Jesus, I love you. I just want to be where you are. We can't help but sing, I just want to be where you are. You see, when you get into a place where where you're really just seeking him for him, now you've graduated in your relationship with God. And God says, if you just seek me for me, watch all of the amazing things I'm going to do for you. This year, we can, we can wring our hands and we can, we can sweat and we can toil. You know, there's this like a, there's like a legalism that gets into the church. This is something that I was praying. I was sharing this with the pastors and we prayed about this this morning. Okay, I want to pray and I am praying that the spirit of works and legalism would be broken off the people of God. 
People come because of obligation or they, I got to do this and I got to do that and I got to do this and I got to do that to hopefully God will, I'll please God and, and somehow if I do this and if I do that and if I go to church, you know, and if I serve and if I do this and, and, and there's all of this doing, doing, doing and then no relationship. May that be broken in the name of Jesus. How many know Jesus paid it all, Jesus did it all and he did it so that we could have a relationship with him. So you know what the, the key is? How do you start the year? What are we going to do for the next seven days? We're going to seek him. But we're going to seek him for him. We're not going to seek him for our needs. Some people, their prayer life consists of a laundry list of what they need. Okay? And basically what they're doing is worrying out loud to God. So they go to God and they talk, 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 and they're, they're talking as I need this and I need this and would you protect me and would you help me and would you do this. And, you know, there's a time and a place for that. But brothers and sisters, God already knows. So he wants something deeper and he wants something richer out of this year. He wants this year to be different. He wants you and I to really get close to him. Now, I looked up what seek in both of those, um, in both in the Old Testament and in the New Testament, I looked up the word seek, and this is pretty interesting. In the Old Testament, the word seek means this. It means to make a concerted effort to actually see the face of God, to see his face and actually the, the, the intimation is to actually touch his face. Do you want to touch the face of Jesus? He wants you to want his face. And I was thinking about that. It's like, man, who touches my face? My wife? Hopefully it's a nice touch, right? We're talking about nice touches, right? So when, you're, when you love people, there's an intimacy that you get close to them. It's natural, okay? In addition to that, you know who else touches my face? My grandkids, right? We had a couple grandparents right here, your grandkids, right? Anybody else, you're like, yo, don't touch my face, man. You know, don't touch my face. But your grandkids, they like grab your nose and stretch it two miles long. You don't care. Grab your ears, your mouth. And why do babies do that? Why do little kids do that? Here's why. And this is what God is trying to teach you. You know the verse that says, unless you become like a little child? He's talking about this. Here's what he's talking about. Children, when you hold up a, grand, uh, a baby and they're like, and they don't feel afraid and they like know you, you know what they do? They look at you and they go like this. They put their hand right on your face. You see? There's no barrier. God doesn't want a barrier between you and him. God wants you to be like a little baby who goes just like this to grandpa. You know? Nobody else would even have the nerve to do that but babies, so they just... Hey, Grandpa, you know what I mean? 
God wants you to be that close, that confident in 2020. He wants you to develop that kind of relationship. And let me tell you, so any grandparents here, when those grandbabies ask for something, you're like, you can have it all. Right? What did they do? They just, they just touched your face. God loves us so much. And when we seek him, we please him. I think of the the verse in the psalm that says, your word says, seek your face. And then the response is, your face, Lord, I will seek. The other thing that seek means in the New Testament context is it means to press through to discover new information. Okay? To press through to discover new information. So in the New Testament, it says, look, don't worry about this. The pagans run after that stuff. Don't act like an unbeliever. Okay? Your heavenly Father already knows what you need. Okay? So just because you need something doesn't mean that you should be panicking and chasing those things. He says, just come and hang out. Come and be with me. And here's what he says. Instead of seeking after those things, Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. So when it says try to discover what the kingdom of God is like, it means that you want to learn about his kingdom. You want to learn about his reign, about his lordship. You want to learn about his character, his holiness, his beauty. It says seek those things and all things will be added unto you. Meaning try hard to get to know God. And as long as you try hard to get to know God, seek his face, then he says, listen, I will take care of all things. He already knows. He already knows how he's going to provide. He already knows what he has planned for us. But he's saying, hey, let's, and here's the challenge. Everybody say seven days. Next Sunday, we're going to talk about a different aspect uh, of growing. Uh, um, but for seven days, try it. Try for seven days. Go home today. Seek God just for God. Seek him, not his plans. Seek him, not his provision. And graduate your relationship with God. Can I tell you, yesterday night, I do this very often on Saturdays. But yesterday night, I put on my big coat. I got this big big coat and a hat and uh, um, I bundled up and I went for a walk. It's kind of part of the way I, I get prepared for Sundays. I just go for a walk. Sometimes I'll listen to something. Sometimes I'll stop listening and I'll just pray. And, and at a certain point yesterday, I was just trying to put this into practice and just saying, God, I love you. I want to see your face. I want to know you, God. I want to get close to you. And I'm telling you, it's like the Spirit of God hit me right on the sidewalk. It was so amazing and so wonderful. And somehow, something happens when you really start to seek the face of God. Here's what it does. And I, I've seen this over the years. I've learned this in different ways. But here's what happens. You see, in the human heart, all of us have greed and lust. Amen. So, yeah. 
No, just don't, don't amen that one. There's something in us. We're greedy. We want this, we want that. We want this, we want that. We want this, we want that. And when you get into I want, I need, I want, I need, and I want turns into I need, and it's really not a need, it's a want. But we get into this space and we go on Instagram and we see what other people have and we see what other people are doing and then we become jealous and then we're like, I want that too and God, why don't you do this for me? And we get into this space. I want, I I want, I want, I want. And let me tell you something, the only thing that cures all of those I wants that are driving people crazy is the face of God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. When, when we're greedy, when we're coveting, you know, how does someone get free of addiction? I'm telling you right now, you know. Oh, you got to do this and you got to do this and you got to do this. There might be some wise things that you could do, but nothing is more powerful than being satisfied by the presence of God. Because how many know God is able to fill your cup so that you know that will never fill my cup. I don't even need that because Jesus has filled my cup. What we need at the beginning of the year is to have Jesus. How many want Jesus to fill your cup? Hallelujah, Jesus. That's the heart of God. That will change your life. It will change your walk with God. I'm telling you, it will change everything. It'll change everything about you if we could just stop and change the way we relate to God and the way we need to relate to God. And look, you might be a person who who grew up and you went to lots of Bible studies. Some people know a lot of Bible verses. Okay, but listen, always know you need the person behind the principle. Jesus is not just a principle. He's the way, the truth, and the life. He's the person behind the principle. He invites us to come to be close to the person behind the principle. Seven days, seek his face. Not his hands, seek his face. Not the plans, seek his face. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna set aside, Lord. I trust you enough. Here's what we're saying. Lord, I trust you enough to set aside what I'm concerned about for the coming year. I trust you enough to meet all of my needs according to your riches and glory as you promised. I'm not even going to mention it because, Lord, I trust you. You already know what you're going to do and how you're going to do it. And so, Lord, I want to begin 2020 by just seeking you and getting close to you. And the Bible promises, you know, Eye has not seen, ear has not heard. What you see consistently throughout Scripture is that when people surrendered their plans and got focused on God and God began to unveil His plans, His plans were way bigger. His plans were way better. His plans were so much more blessed and powerful and abundant. And it all happens when we just say, Lord, I surrender all of those plans. I won't be anxious, oh God. 
I just want to be where you are. Lift your hands. Lift your hands. I just want to be where you are. I just want to be near your heart. There is nothing like your love. There is nothing like your a step of faith today. If you want a different life, if you want to change, guess what? You got to change. Okay? And the sweetest invitation is to change your relationship with God. This is a sweet invitation. This is a kind invitation. This is a stop trying to be cool and stop trying to be tough and stop trying to do things in your own strength and stop trying to be smart enough and stop trying to do this and stop trying to do that and just surrender like a little child and say, God, I put it all in your hands. I just want to get close to you. Marriages will change. Marriages will change. Your marriage will be different if you just say, God, I want to get closer to you. I'm not going to blame them. I'm not going to blame anybody. I'm just going to get closer to you, God. Careers can change, and, 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 and what you think your calling is can be clarified by the Most High God. He says, call upon me. And what, and what, what he means by that is get close to me and watch all the things I'm going to show you. Seven days, not asking, seeking. Seven days saying, God, would you show me something new on Monday about you? God, uh, this Tuesday, would you show me something new about you, about your kingdom, about your righteousness? I just want to seek you. I just want to get closer to you, oh God. If you're here, and listen, I know that this happens. One of the hardest things is to take burdens and to give them to God. Some of us, we worry can be like a monkey on our back. Responsibility is like a monkey on our back. And, and we've got to cross a line. And today, here and now, this is an opportunity to say, God, I'm going to cast my care upon you, God. And I'm going to seek your face. I want a different kind of 2020. So as we begin to sing, I want you to slip out of your seat and come. If you need to cast some things, if you need to, to just roll it over to the Lord and you want to break through in your relationship with God, slip out of your seat. Come on, let's sing to him, everyone. 
There is nothing like your love. 